Hey folks, this is Diana, your host. Before you listen to this episode, I have an announcement. I was recently given the awesome opportunity to be the guest editor of Canna Curious Magazine's fall issue. That's right. I guest edited the fall issue of the gorgeous Canna Curious Magazine. In case you don't know about this magazine, Canna Curious normalizes cannabis lifestyle for women through fact-based information, relatable personal stories, and verified products. Their goal is to enlighten women about the variety of ways cannabis can enhance all areas of their lives, from sex to beauty, nutrition, health and wellness, and much more. This is an awesome issue. And if you've ever listened to this podcast, you may recognize some people that are in this special anniversary edition. So please, please, please support this awesome group of women by subscribing and also ordering your print copy, which will be available mid-September, but you can pre-order it two weeks early. So go to cannacuriousmag.com, that's cannacuriousmag.com, to subscribe to their newsletter, follow them on social media, and buy the latest copy and past issues. Check out their past issues because they're wonderful. And please just continue to support independent media and especially a media run by women and non-binary folks. Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. listening to Your Highness Podcast. This is your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined by two wonderful guest co-hosts, um, Aku and Yao, who are the co-hosts and co-founders of New Age Cannabis Podcast and Green Edge Solutions. Hello, how are you guys doing today? We're good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Doing absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Thank you, Diana. So we're going to begin this uh, episode, as we do every episode, with the recurring segment, Fave Pot and Fave Not Pot, where each of us discuss our current cannabis and non-cannabis related item that we're really feeling at the moment. Um, and I'm going to start with mine, which is actually hemp related. It's a hemp honey from a local farm called Wild Fox Provisions. Um, it's a Pennsylvania grown family farm and I hope I can visit it soon because it's, I don't think it's that far from me. I'm in Maryland, but anyway, I've been adding it to all of my IT and I really love it. I think it really helped me get, get over my cold a little bit easier, um, that just got over. So, yep, that's mine. So, Aku, do you want to start with yours? Your fave, not your fave pot, not your fave, not pot. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. So my fave pot at the moment is um, a soy candle, a massage candle um, that we, Yao and I actually um, started or developed through Green Edge Solutions. So that is my favorite pot at the moment. I love it. Um, 
you know, during winter, my skin gets very dry. So I just light up the candle and massage it in my body. It feels really good. That's amazing. I really want to try that. Um, so <laughs> I can't wait. So yeah, what's your favorite? Did I say did I say your name correctly? I'm sorry. Now I'm starting to get self-conscious about it. <laughs> uh, no, don't worry. It sounds perfect. Plus, I've heard all kinds of pronunciations of my name. Just this morning, I heard yeah. Oh I was no! Like, well, there's a W. Like, just finish it off. It's not that long a name. <laughs> so, but what my, is yours? Sorry. Yeah. So, my fave pot's it's a bit different. Um, but my fave pot right now is actually Pineapple Express, which Ooh. happens to be a movie from 2007, sorry, 2008, with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Now, the reason it's my fave pot now is we've recently done a a, a movie review, which we've started on the podcast where we're looking at cinema and cannabis and how cannabis and cinema really intertwine. And essentially from having looked at Pineapple Express, and if you watch the movie, it's rather chaotic, but all the chaos that happened within the movie was not actually caused by cannabis. It was actually caused by the decision-making and employment of the protagonist, of the main character. So, you know, just looking at cannabis from different angles and its interpretation of, in cinema is essentially what my fave part is right now. I love that. And I can't wait to, is it going to be on video or is this part of your podcast? Both. Awesome. But podcast first and then the video out before the end of this year. I've been reflecting on that a lot lately about some of the movies that people don't even talk about that have um, cannabis as an undercurrent in a really mm. interesting way. But anyway, so not to get off topic, because I will, I'll forget <laughs> that we're supposed to stay on track here. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even high, I promise. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so my fave not pot is, I know I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, but it's called Pure Tea. It's like P-U and then E-R-H. It's like um, like a fermented tea that's highly caffeinated. And it's like really gentle on your stomach. It's actually good for your stomach and your uh, your digestive system. So I've been drinking that a lot lately. Um, I love coffee. I'm a diehard coffee fan, but I <laughs> sometimes I have to switch over. I run out of cold brew, so this is my my new go to when I when that happens. So I'm I'm really into it. Um, so let's start with Aku. What's your fave not pot? My fave not pot um, would have to be uh, Swazi um, brownies at the moment. Uh, I baked a batch the other time about two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, I did not like <laughs> the experience that I had or the high that I had. Um, I was completely forgetful, completely forgetful. I, I couldn't wow. even... Like just complete a task. So that was my favorite nut pot at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's your favorite nut pot? Mine is, once again, slightly different. Mine is lockdown. I'm tired of uh, being at home, but now yeah. with all the fatigue, I'm happier being at home and I just don't want to leave the house. So Right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I'm like, yeah. can we not rush back to normal? Because it's not normal, it won't be normal for a long time. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. That's true. And that's my not part. I love that because I feel that right now. <laughs> I'm in a place where people are just like, la, 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 la. Everybody's back to normal. And it's definitely, uh, uh, you know, 
it messes with your brain a little bit. But anyway, it does. so let's talk about your amazing show. There are many reasons people in cannabis outside of Africa should pay attention to the landscape there. Um, and I don't mean like the physical landscape, but that's also important, right? When we're talking about cannabis um, or the, uh, <laughs> you know what I meant by that? <laughs> geographical landscape. Uh, luckily, shows like New Age Cannabis Podcast exist to increase visibility and educational resources. Before we talk about the impetus of creating your show, can you speak to what the current situation is in the African cannabis industry? And um, Aku, would you like to start? Um, actually, yeah, we'll take this question. And okay, then sure. I'll follow. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> So the African cannabis industry is one that's quite different to the rest of the world, um, I would say, primarily because with where we've started, there's there's a lot of countries that have uh, legislated in some way, shape or form, cannabis legalization. Uh, and I'm just going to mention the names. So it's Eswatini, Ghana, Lesotho, Malawi, Morocco, which is recently legislated in May 2021. Uh, Rwanda, South Africa, Uganda, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. Now, a total of about nine countries, 10 countries have legislated cannabis. However, the only one that's actually looking at any form of recreational or adult use legislation is South Africa, which is scheduled to have it implemented in the 2022-2023 financial year. But the issue is on the rest of the continent, they're only looking towards commercial and industrial use of cannabis, whereas the criminalization of cannabis is still um, very firmly on the table in, in the rest of the countries that have legislated cannabis uh, legalization in some way, shape or form. So that's a side that's not, not very pleasant. However, the upside is African countries are starting to generate revenue from the cannabis industry, whether it be medical cannabis or the recreational side in terms of your CBD extract, extract etc. So yeah. I think the main thing is, you know, governments starting to get legislation that actually empowers their economies, not just on an export level, which is where Africa has found itself previously primarily exporting gold and other raw materials, timber, etc. But to find itself more on the production standpoint or the, the secondary and tertiary sectors in terms of cannabis and using that to help develop the economy, but leaving out the adult use essentially continues to restrict and over and above that persecute you know local citizens uh, africans indigenous africans people on the continent and restricts them from the overall benefits of cannabis so i think where we are in terms of cannabis on the continent is one that's you know we're moving the right direction slowly but surely but you know I think my biggest issue or gripe is the criminalization, which then removes access, whether it be recreational, whether it be research, whether it be other forms of commercial, like commercial and formal, uh, from the actual economy and local economies. And that's something that we might just need to start looking at, because with Africa's informal sector being very strong, it's one that would thrive in a well-structured, well-regulated, localized cannabis industry. Right. Yeah. Um, Aku, did you want to add to that? Oh, no, no, I'm okay, thank you. <laughs> that was a really good answer. <laughs> I think that there's so much to be, uh, to learn. And, and also, I mean, we're going to do more together and hopefully we can, uh, you know, provide some educational resources, but um, collectively, but you guys are also doing so much important work 
on your own, and I really appreciate that. So what began your partnership for the show? Well, actually, it's a very interesting story. Um, Yao and I both have uh, construction backgrounds, um, so we decided to partner together to try different ventures within the construction industry. Um, however, the industry was a little bit down, so we started brainstorming about how can we augment our current business model? How can we look outside the box? And surprisingly, we were having a cup of coffee and we came across a flyer for a cannabis expo in Santon. And um, it just sounded like a very good idea. So we went to the expo and we found a lot of interesting um, stalls on display, lots of information. Um, and basically, with the current legislation in South Africa, which is uh, cannabis is used for medicinal purposes, um, we found a lot of, you know, beauty products um, and a few health products as well. But as we discussed cannabis, we found that, you know, cannabis has a lot of benefits that people don't talk about. There are so many ways we could use cannabis. And unfortunately, because of where we are and the legislature and, of course, the stigma behind cannabis, um, one doesn't actually see the full capability. So we began uh, this venture of just having a professional conversation around cannabis. How do we remove cannabis from a, our conversation to, um, how do we remove the stigma of, oh, you're a pothead or, you know, that's all you do, you're lazy or whatever it is that comes around with um, cannabis smokers or cannabis users and to say, but actually we could change the industry, we can change the economy, we could remove poverty out of Africa, we could build, use hemp for bricks, for manufacturing, for textiles, for um, plastics. So the, the possibilities are endless, but we don't have the platform to discuss these things. So that's where we decided, well, let's, let's talk about it. And as we started talking, we started meeting more and more people. And the conversation just grew and the doors just kept on opening. So, yeah, that's in a nutshell how we started. That's awesome. And so this wasn't in the outline, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you guys don't feel like answering it, uh, don't you, you don't have to. But what was uh, what is the reaction that you 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 get from your local like, do you have a local response with the stigma? Like, ever since you started your show, what is the general um, reception locally? Have you had any kind of feedback from your community? Well, in terms of the people that we've been talking to, um, it has been completely positive. It has been positive all around. And even our presence on Twitter, you find a lot of people just asking, oh, um, where can one experience food where can one experience um you know different aspects of cannabis that we've discussed on on our show so the response has been great and a lot of people have come up to say well 
I've never even thought cannabis had healing properties. Thank you for that. You know, so wow. so it's 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 the response has has been very good. It has been good. That's awesome. So, I just want to echo oh, echo. Yeah, Apu, sorry, what we're just cutting you out of here. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yes, please do. I am That's still it. here. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think yes. Just to echo what Aku said, we have found, I guess I I would say only positive feedback, and I think one of the reasons for that is we have stuck to the positive message of the broad range of cannabis's uses, it's 50,000 applications or whatever the number is, such that once we mention cannabis and people look at us strangely, we then say clothes, rope, bricks, as Aku said, and we, we give the wide range of things people's minds have never come close to. So irrespective of which quarters we go into, we normally seem to come back with a positive response because we approach the situation or we approach engagements with education about cannabis rather than fighting the stigma. We're, we're using the education. So yeah, it's, it's actually been quite positive from all quarters so far. That's awesome. I, I really can't wait for more people to grasp the economic and environmental impact this plant can have, you know? I mean, when I found out about Jack Hare's book, <laughs> I, I, it blew my mind. And I've used cannabis forever. I mean, I really did not think, I, I really did think for a while that my friends were conspiracy theorists in high school who would talk about <laughs> how hemp, you know, used to be used for everything. Um, and then when I actually did the research, you know, dirt, 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 but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is really the eye opener to me. It's like, if you don't want to smoke it or use it or, you know, if you don't want it in your life, fine. But at least look mm. at the possibilities of this plant. It's incredible. I mean, just paper alone, but I mean, that's of course Absolutely. why it's not illegal. <laughs> but then we have, you know, big paper and big, big everything, all these big constructs that we're fighting against. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's the obvious answer as to why people aren't grasping it because when they're told that that isn't the truth, you know, a lot of people just take that for, the word. And I used to, before social media and before I had access to, you know, the digital age, I, if I couldn't find it in the library, <laughs> I mean, where was I going to find it? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but nowadays it's like, come on, there's, there's so many information age. Like we have it all at our fingertips. Why are you still being uh, resistant? But anyway, it's because mm -hmm. of the money. That's why. So. Absolutely. <laughs> it's all about the money. Yep. So how do you pick your show themes? So essentially, our show themes go with, you know, what we get from our audience. So one thing we try to focus on once we manage to get the ball rolling and started to get engagement from um, our community is looking at engaging our community about what interests them. So in terms of where we're going for the next few episodes, so I think the, the the season coming, we're looking more at community engagement topics. So, for example, cannabis uh, psychosis disorders, another episode that we have coming up where a lot of cannabis users aren't really aware that there is a potential that excessive cannabis use can lead to psychosis. So we, we, we like to cover as broad a range uh, of topics based on what comes across our table at any given point in time when we're, we're, we're um, going through our production schedule. So 
I think season one and two, essentially, we're looking at all the different aspects of cannabis. So legally cannabis, economically cannabis, looking at the economics of cannabis, um, medically cannabis, looking at medical applications. So that's where we focused on season one and two. But from here, it's essentially engaging our audience and our cannabis community about what interests them and then presenting that in an educational way such that non-users and non-cannabis community members are then also interested in finding out more about the many uses as as what cannabis has. Yeah, and if, if I can just add in as well, Yao, what I think has been an, a great influencer has just as you engage with one person, mm. they mention a name and they would say, oh, you know, you should speak to so-and-so. And just having these conversations opens more and more doors. So right. it just allows the conversation to keep on going. Right. Yeah. Isn't that kind of wild how that starts? That's how this thing has been going on for over four years. It's like one person will say, talk to that person and not talk mm -hmm. to that person. And next thing you know, you have like this entire network um, exactly. and community and you you both are doing such a phenomenal job with the community interactions and staying connected and like really trying to figure out what your audience wants to hear. Um, and the cannabis psychosis one sounds really interesting. So I'm excited to hear that one. Uh, so in what ways can the cannabis industry better support both of you personally and professionally? I think firstly is that we currently are all working in silos. You have the universities doing their research in one corner. You have the agricultural sector in another corner. Um, you have, you know, the everyday person who uses cannabis daily um, in another corner. And we just need to connect. We need to talk to each other. We need to engage, um, you know, I think that's the best way to move forward. We have the best interest for this earth, for this planet, for our economies. So um, one one gentleman once said, the pie is, is big. It can We can share it all. So let's share. Let's share. We don't have to work in our corners and in our individual silos. Let's collaborate. Let's join hands um, and create something big. Absolutely. Yao, do you want to add anything? Strangely enough, I think Aku's pretty much covered it all. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what it is about now is, you know, working together to build something that is sustainable, that actually benefits the people or benefits wherever cannabis is. Because to be honest, right now, as it's going, it's looking like it's steamrolling towards uh, commercialization as per our wonderful capitalist system. So, you know, it's going to be a, a very, very tight rope before cannabis actually becomes a pharmaceutical, a single molecule uh, CBD drop that ends up causing cancer rather right. than curing it. Yeah. So, you know, we're steamrolling, I wouldn't say in the wrong direction, but the over-commercialization and, and the excessive profit motive now. <laughs> I would. I would say we're going in the wrong direction. You're absolutely right. I mean, but that's why these podcasts are so powerful, I think. And this is why we need to support each other as, you know, creatives and content creators. Uh, because, like, on top of all of that that we just discussed, you know, we have these other restrictions on us as to what we can put out there on social media, mm -hmm. on our websites, 
So yeah. it's even it's we have all of these ways that are just like these, you know, these ways that are holding us back uh, so that the bigger companies can make more money. And yeah, that, that's like the fight that I don't know if we'll ever win. But I know that having people like you and Aku doing what you're doing is so important because otherwise it's just going to take over and be like every other industry. And so we just have to keep like spreading the word as much as we can and highlighting everything. Like you said, the cannabis psychosis is an important topic. You know, we need to talk about the affordability issues, the accessibility <laughs> issues. There's so many accessibility issues in cannabis. I mean, just in the U.S., I don't even know, you know, all the way what you're dealing with. And that's the other part. We need to care more about what other people are dealing with and not just say, oh, well, that's Canada. I'm not in Canada or I'm not in Africa, you know? Mm. Sorry, that was my rant. End rant. <laughs> um, so this is what happens when I have a little bit of sativa, and that's why I stick to mostly indica heavy hybrids. Um, <laughs> so before we go, is there anything you would like to promote or any specific call to action? Like, do you have any episodes other than the one we just discussed uh, that you would like to talk about or anything that you really want to highlight from this year that you've done on the show? I think I just want to encourage people just to like, comment, subscribe on our content because what we're trying to build is just a real community around there's a community on Twitter called um, Memberville, and it's become a very, very strong, very, very wide-ranging geographically and internationally um, uh, movement where essentially, and I use this word as, <laughs> as politely as possible, where stoners come together. But in a nutshell, anyone who's a cannabis advocate who loves cannabis, who's interested in cannabis, who wants to know more about cannabis, who thinks cannabis is bad. So just pretty much anyone. Listen to the content, learn, like, comment, subscribe. Let's get talking. Absolutely. Okay. Well, and also, do you want to talk about Green Edge Solutions quickly before we go? Where can people find you and how can they support that project? Green Edge Solutions is essentially a research and marketing firm looking specifically at the cannabis industry. We're looking at creating an enabling environment for African-based cannabis companies in order for them to adequately provide proper quality and good products to the market and also understanding who their market is and how they want their cannabis because not everyone wants to smoke, not everyone likes edibles, heck, not everyone wants to uh, use a topical. So figure out who is what and let's let's meet each other. And that's what Green uh, Edge Solutions seeks to do is just bring all of that together and, and, and really let the market meet cannabis in a way that's productive and sustainable. Oh, so it's like a market analysis for brands. Correct. Awesome. That's amazing. All From right. the African standpoint, obviously, because there's yeah. lots of information out there in Canada and the States and Germany, France, etc. But from an African standpoint, it's a bit devoid. And that's really the space that we're filling. That's amazing. Um, Aku, do you want to add anything? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Please come back anytime, uh, both of you. And I, yeah, that's pretty much it. Until next time. <laughs>
sorry. I, I lost track mid-sentence. That's not that. <laughs> the bottle of the <laughs> I know. I don't know how it makes people focus because for me, I'm like, I can't focus on anything. Anyway. All right. So <laughs> until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.